This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Thursday the 20th of July, which means that we're back at Houston Station with another rail strike. Yes, it's just uh, one day short of 13 months since the RMT began striking in a bitter dispute over pay, jobs and working conditions and, well, it is continuing a strike all day today. Another one on Saturday the 22nd and the Saturday after that, the 29th of July. We're also seeing, although it's slightly disguised today by the RMT strike, an overtime ban by train drivers belonging to the Aslev trade union. And on top of that, uh, they will be continuing through till tomorrow. On top of that, they've announced that they will have yet another overtime ban from the 31st of July through to the 4th of August. So from all points of view, it is a very, very disruptive time. A lot of people I'm talking to are slightly shifting their opinions. I've been speaking to people here at Euston and also at uh, King's Cross today. And while there is most definitely a lot of sympathy for the rail workers, um, one lady said, look, government, look, train companies just pay the workers what they are asking for. That will solve the dispute and mean that we don't have to um, put up with all this. And she was off to uh, Warrington, to which there is a reduced service today. But I also spoke to uh, people at King's Cross who weren't so sure. And King's Cross, by the way, just down the road, the hub for Yorkshire, for North East England and Scotland, looking almost kind of normal today. Regular services on LNER, but wherever you are travelling today, be warned that services will be shutting down early. For instance, if you are off from London to uh, Plymouth, how lovely, there are trains running, but the last one is just after three o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Where and how and when is this all going to end? Well, I was thinking it would all be over by Christmas, which um, shows how little I know about what's uh, actually going on. But the nub of this is that the train drivers who belong to Aslef, other rail staff who belong to the RMT, believe that they should get a decent pay award without it being locked to um, conditions which mean that they are effectively having to surrender some of their hard-won rights. The train operators who ultimately are doing the government's bidding are saying the rail finances are in a terrible old mess after Covid. We can't even afford just 4% last year, 4% this year, unless you are prepared to come up with a uh, decent um, agreement so that we can cut our costs and try and recover the finances. Because ultimately, uh, pretty much since Covid began, the taxpayer has been dipping her or his pocket, uh, hand into their pocket to hand over billions and billions of pounds to keep rail 
service is running. And actually, many of the people who are paying for the trains don't ever go any near, near any of them. So it's a very, very tricky thing. The uh, dispute has been worsened by the plans to close almost all train uh, booking offices at railway stations which uh, has been announced a couple of weeks ago um, the big campaigns going on against that and just to show you how bitter and divided the two sides are the rail delivery group say trust us look we will be improving the service to passengers we'll actually be able to look after disabled travelers for instance much more easily than at the moment if you've got people actually helping out on the station rather than stuck behind a pane of glass selling tickets the rail unions um, and indeed many disabled campaigners um, say no this isn't this is just um, uh, job cuts by the back door you are trying to de-staff the railway and by the way I know what a de-staffed railway looks like because I've just been in Sweden where literally no rail staff at even the biggest stations and so that is how things could look that's because Swedish railways again facing massive problems balancing the books and it really depends ultimately on how long the rail workers are prepared to continue striking for. They've made it absolutely clear that they will carry on with industrial action. Um, easier for the train drivers who have much higher average salaries than other rail staff belonging to the, M the RMT. But the idea that the train operators seem to be working on is that, well, you know, we will keep accepting these strikes and we will just work on the basis that more and more people are going to be um, going back to work because they don't believe the strikes are going anywhere so as it is it's just a really really tough um, time for passengers and of course there's an awful lot of rail staff who are um, losing money and just want to uh, work normally so I genuinely don't know where it ends I do know that every day that there is more disruption it sends more people away from the railway just at the time when you need um, more people signing up for trains and for that you need certainty you need confidence and at the moment that is in very short supply anyway thank you very much indeed for listening hope you get wherever you need to be and i will speak to you again tomorrow goodbye